The Fitness Hacks Podcast, episode 15. Today, we're talking about taking that Facebook like all the way to a sale. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast by Redefining Strength. Breaking down fitness and the fitness business with some of the best names in the industry. And here are your hosts, Corey Lefkowitz and Ryan Heenan. It's pretty hard to believe that it's episode number 15 already. We've been joined by some great guests and we have some great guests coming up, but today we're actually going to go into some concrete steps you can take to use one of the internet's most powerful platforms to make sales of both your products and your services. We've talked a lot about, you know, building an audience, creating a great product, and how those two things alone don't necessarily mean that you have a business. You know, we make posts on Facebook and we get some interaction and our friends might really love it. But, you know, all our friends are thinking is, oh, this is great. I'm glad I'm happy for you. But that doesn't mean they're going to buy it. It doesn't mean they're going to become a client. So there's sort of a disconnect between the likes, between the interaction that we get on Facebook, on social media, and actually building that business and making sales. I think it's important not to get caught up in the fact that you don't just need a lot of likes on your Facebook page. You actually need a way to turn those likes into sales. And we're going to take you through that process of whether it's a like that you ran from a likes campaign or an organic like on your page. You need to get your content in front of those people so they're willing to buy your products. It's all about retargeting. It's about showing your message and showing free content and leading with value so that you can establish trust with that audience and then retarget them with more and more things so that they they build a relationship with you. And we're going to walk you through the process that we use to turn that Facebook like into a sale. And whether that like is from a likes campaign or an organic like, we start with a blog post and from there retarget that person that read that blog post with an opt-in page and they're then put into an email sequence and retargeted with ads straight to sales pages and once you get to that point that's where the fun starts when you can start experimenting with the offer and the price points and split testing and different things like that. But the reason we're retargeting so many different times and showing them so much information is not only to establish that relationship, but because different messages speak to different people. When you're a coach, you know, when you're coaching movements and exercises, a lot of times you have to say the same thing in different ways to get the desired outcome and lead someone to the desired result. So when you're retargeting these people with the different message in different ways, you know, you're driving them maybe towards the same product, but you're saying it in different ways so that something resonates with them. And getting something to resonate all comes from providing value. You're not just sending someone straight to a sales page. It's not like, oh, I like this page and hey, bam, buy something. You have to build that relationship and establish that value. No one just wants to be shown sales page after sales page. You know, if you really want to help somebody, you've got to show them that you really want to help them. You've got to provide them with value. And, you know, someone is going to say, hey, I want to take this to the next level. You know, I love what you're saying. I want you to be my coach. I want you to provide me with a service. I want you to provide me with your product. So let's look at the step-by-step process to how we sell the Booty Burner product. So Corey, give an overview of the Booty Burner and what the product is and who it's targeted at. So I have my 28-day Booty Burner Challenge because as many of you know, especially if you follow the Facebook page, I'm a little glued obsessed. I think it's a very important topic. So of course, I fully 100% believe in this. I created a great product. I use it with my clients. A lot of them can tell you that their booties definitely burn while using it. So I created this product and I actually created a free blog post with a lot of workouts and a lot of the movements and I explain how to use them. So this first blog post is the first touch point that many people sort of have with me and it gives them free content. But the whole point 
of this is that I want someone to buy the product that will help them with the glute activation, with shaping their glutes, with toning everything, with developing a strong core. So I start with that blog post. And some people might be seeing this blog post for the first time. Some might actually be likes of the page because I've targeted them with like campaigns. And some of these like campaigns have been very glute focused because I want to be glute and core focused. So when I'm going after people to be interested in the page, I'm targeting them with something that they might actually have an interest in. And targeting goes back to the concept of the avatar. So when we're targeting people that are going to be looking at glute products, you want to think, what pages or what interests might these people have if they're going to be interested in a glute product? So for example, you might target someone like Brett Contreras and look for a page like that that has the glute interests. I'm not going to go after, say, these big meatheads that aren't necessarily going to want 28-day booty burners. I'm going to go after pages that are similar to mine that have audiences that would want to benefit from what I have. And when you do this, you're almost pre-screening people that would be more likely to buy and be interested in your product. And one of the ads that's very popular to run before they even see that glute page, that blog post is a video ad that has a bunch of different glute exercises. And one of the strategies that we use is saying something along the lines of, hey, are you looking for new glute exercises? Then you'll love our page. So you're giving them a teaser of what you're offering. And I mean, it's high quality videos, it's with music, and you're showing that value and providing value is what's going to make them trust you enough to give you that page like and from that page like you can then expand on it and go more in depth to you know a glute activation post or something like that where you're giving them more exercises I don't want someone just to like the page. I want someone who's going to benefit from what I have. I want to help them with their glute activation. I want to help them tone their glutes. So just getting a like of the page is completely irrelevant if they're not going to interact, if they're not going to click through, if they're not going to want to buy. So you want to really pre-screen and get into the mind of your avatar, into your audience as much as you can. And the big thing with any of this, at any step in this process, you have to be providing a good product. You have to be providing a good value. And that's what we talked about on numerous episodes, being value-focused and leading with value. That's why it's so important that we start with showing them the blog post. Here are workouts. Here are exercises. If you don't want anything more from me, at least you're going to get value out of this. And once they've received value from that, I can then say, hey... If you like this, I want to give you even more. And that's where the opt-in comes in. So when you do an opt-in, you're basically saying, I will give you more for free, but in exchange for this free stuff, you do have to give me a little something. You have to give me your email because I want to start to build my email list and I want to start to build a base of leads who I know are actually interested in the subject and want to follow up with me more. And after seeing the blog posts, they're going to be more likely to give you their email address because they know you've already provided them with free content. And so if you're not familiar, it's called the Facebook Pixel, and that's a snippet of code that you put on your website. If you've ever been looking on Amazon for, say, a pair of shoes, and you notice that that pair of shoes follows you wherever you go on the internet, it might be in your inbox, it might be on Facebook, but no matter where you look, you see that. That's what retargeting is, and that's what the Facebook Pixel allows you to do. Now, it can be very, or it can be done very distastefully, as, as in the case of some shoes that you look at, but it can also be done tastefully. And that's where Facebook gives you that opportunity to do that because they keep track with their Pixel. So if someone sees that blog post, you can choose to only show this opt-in page 
two people who have looked at that blog post. And you can even take it a step further and, and, and only show it to people who have read a certain percentage of that page. So you know how interested these people are that you're showing this opt-in to. And what generally works very well on those opt-in pages is giving something that's a little bit of a teaser. So, you know, enter your email here to find out the three best glute exercises or a free week of the full program or something like that where it's going to be enough information in exchange for their email address. You want to give them more value than they even think that their their email is worth. And the important thing when you do the blog post or anything else to tease people into wanting more information is that everything is high quality. People think, you know, I don't want to give away my best stuff up front, but why would someone want to keep getting more from me if they're not getting my best stuff? I want to give you as much value as I can right from the beginning so that you want more from me. So don't think, hey, I've got to hide something right at the beginning. No, give it away. Show them that they need to opt in because the thing is, is I've got a ton of information and you do too. And if you give a lot up front, it's going to entice them to want more because you can keep providing value. But if that stuff is not good up front, why would someone come back? And I would say this step in the process is where the biggest mistake is generally made. And that's when you have that person's email, do not go and take that email and then send them to a sales page right away. So many people think, oh, they gave me their email, they want to buy something now, and that's just absolutely not the case. The first thing that you want to do is show trust. This is your chance. This person trusted you enough to give you their email address. So build the trust here, build a relationship, let them know why you're there and what you can provide them. And I think too often we get caught up in talking about ourselves or you know, just sort of saying the features of what we have. Give them value. Give them something that will benefit them. Show them how it will help them. Show them how you can help them. It's not about you. It's not about the product. It's about them. They want results. They came to you for results. So give them results. So why don't you go a little bit into the sequence that goes out to these people who opt in to this glute activation or the booty burner opt-in pages? So each product I have has a little bit different email sequence. For the booty burners, you're actually opting in for seven of the free workouts because I want to prove to you that over this week, you're already going to start seeing great results and that these are all things that fit in 10 minutes you can do at home. So I want you to test out the program because I know once you start it, you're not going to want to stop. So over the next few days, I send you reminders to do the workouts because I don't want you to just sort of opt in and be like, oh, I got it. I don't want to do it. I'm going to get you to continue and really get results by reminding you, hey, today is day one, let's do it. On day two, hey, today is day two, let's do it. And I'm gonna keep pushing you along and pushing you along so that you get results. So my emails are trying to get you to use the product, trying to get you to get benefit so that A, you buy the product and B, you actually get the results that you opted in for because you wanted these results. So my email sequence is gonna try and take you from point A, opting in and downloading the workouts to point B, actually using the workouts and wanting to continue for the 28 days. And as we develop a relationship over that week, I'm going to say, hey, you know, there is this option to get this full 28 days. And guess what? After that full email sequence, a lot of the times the person does not buy. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing because you know how many emails they opened, you know how far they went in the sequence, and that's that many more touch points they've seen that from there, we talked about this Facebook pixel and the retargeting, you can then start retargeting them with sales pages. Either that or you can funnel them into a different sequence that you know is more sales-oriented where you can push products a little bit harder rather than just giving that email sequence that's the free content and more of the relationship builder. 
you want to try and touch people from as many different angles as you can because we get so many different emails sent to us each day that you know we might even have the intention of reading them and we don't. So I've had a lot of times where I'll be talking to people via email. You know, they'll be getting my sequences. They might even be doing the booty burners, but they don't even realize that they can continue with the 28 days because they missed one because you know it went to spam because they were just too busy and they deleted it without reading it. So then seeing the same product, seeing what they were doing on Facebook where you know they're hanging out all day because we all get bored at work and we don't want to do work, you know, they'll then see it and I'll be like, oh, I was doing these. Okay, I'm going to get it. So you want to hit them from as many different angles as you establish the trust because they're going to be on all these different social medias and they're going to pay attention to some more than others because we're inundated every day, all day from all different angles. And this is where the fun starts and the tracking really comes into play because once you know that they've gone through, there's obviously some interest there. And now it's your job to get them to buy your product. And if they're not buying, and and we'll start back up a little bit, everything you're doing, you should be tracking. So what emails are being open, you should be tracking. You should be looking for, for spots in your sequence that can use improvement, or you can be, or you should be looking for spots that are doing very well and look to copy those and somehow reword it into a different email. And so once you get that and you have your sales page, you need to be testing your sales copy. You need to be testing your sales headlines. You need to be testing your price point and your offer because generally that's the one thing that's going to make that conversion happen. So here you have this group of pre-screened, retargeted potential buyers. Now it's on you to determine what you can do to make them buy. And keep in mind, you know, less than a week ago, these people had no idea who you were and maybe they found your page through you know, an organic search, you know, glute activation is one of the the topics that we get, you know, a few thousand organic hits a month from, or it could have been from a Facebook campaign. But either way, getting that information in front of them the first time, it could be just a week long process before you pre-screen this person to a point where they might be ready to purchase your product. And that's when you have to make sure that the offer is right and that your sales copy is ready. And that's where tracking really comes into play. This is where you also have to learn to speak to people in a language that resonates with them. I mentioned at the beginning, you know, it's important to coach different movements in different ways to get people to replicate the movement correctly. So, you know, you might tell one person, elongate your spine or keep your back flat. You know, you're saying the same thing, basically, but you're saying it in lots of different ways. So when you have this audience that's gone through this email sequence, you can see, hey, maybe they really like the workouts this one person. So I'm going to retarget them with another workout that promotes the 28 days. Or maybe this other person clicked on something that was a little bit more related to back pain. So they're interested in glute activation for back pain. So I'm going to talk to them more about back pain because the 28 day booty burner can also benefit them for that. So you're going to find the language that they sort of want you to speak to them in. And then you're going to use that to retarget them with that because we all want value. We all want results. And the thing is, is we might know, Hey, you know, I know I need to work my glutes, but I need you to sort of really tell me how this specific thing is going to help me in my specific circumstance. And that's the reason why variety is so important when you do this, because you need to position your offer the right way. I mean, glute activation can also be pitched as getting a sexier butt. You know, we pitch it as a booty burner, but depending on who you're talking to and who that avatar is and who that audience is that you're targeting, different people are going to react different ways. You know, if if someone's interested in the Brazilian butt lift, they're going to be you know, the language you speak to them and is going to be a lot different than the language as someone looking for lower back pain or glute activation. 
That's why it's important not to get caught up in the way you want to present something or exactly what you think it's useful for. You want to respond to the needs of your clients because when we coach in person, you know, we adjust programs, we adjust everything to meet their specific needs. You know, we might be using a deadlift for a variety of different reasons. So when you have this program, when you present it to them, create numerous different sales pages, create numerous different offers, speak to them because you know you can help them with this product and just find a way to make them realize that this is going to help them with what they need. So in terms of applying this, let's take this back to step one. So say you have your very first product and you're ready to try to sell it. You have a website up, you have a Facebook page up. What's the next step? The first thing you want to do is you want to start getting an audience and building an audience. So you want to focus on that avatar and get likes of your page, whether or not it's organic, whether or not it's, you know, targeting for a likes campaign, which, you know, people don't want to buy likes because they think they're buying likes. But really what you're doing is saying, hey, guys, I have this thing you're interested in. So, you know, you maybe start like we did with a video of glute exercises saying you want more. Come see us. We'll give you a whole bunch of them. And in terms of buying likes, let's make one thing very clear here. There's a very big difference between going on Fiverr and buying likes and running a Facebook campaign that's targeted towards getting likes because one is completely useless and one can be very useful if you do it the right way. You're not looking for likes just so you can say, hey, I have 100,000 likes. You're looking for 100,000 people that are actually interested in what you have to sell. You want interaction. You want people to click through. So when you're running likes campaigns, you're saying, hey, I have this great thing that meets your needs. So, you know, if I'm targeting out, I'm targeting pages that will be interested in my stuff because I want to help those people. And even taking people off site and running to content to promote a page, you're still going to get likes that come to your page by doing that. So there's a little bit of overlap in those steps. So for example, if you were running traffic to a glute activation post, there might be some people who see that based on our targeting that don't like the page and you're going to get page likes from that. So that way they, they sort of fall into this Facebook funnel, funneling them towards that sales page. And that's where we put the pixel. So the Facebook pixel is then on that blog post so that we can retarget those people with more information to sort of push them further and further and build a relationship with them so we can have them opt in. We can have them go through the email sequence and we can eventually have them buy. And building on that. So after you get those likes or you get those people on your page that might be interested driving them to an opt-in page. Now, an opt-in page is something you can create on multiple different platforms. It might be on lead pages. It might be on ClickFunnels. Um, You might be able to just do it through MailChimp or your your email service provider. And so from there, you're going to want to have a few emails in that sequence that are going to be relationship builders. And I say a good place to start is having a five-email sequence. So if you have five emails in the sequence, you're going to want to spread it out. It doesn't have to be every day. It can be every day. It just depends on sort of how hard you're pushing and how much you know your avatar. But in the first email, you're going to want to make sure that you introduce yourself and you give them the product. You want to remind them what they opted in for and you want to keep sort of a continuity to it. So when they opt in, they should get it right away. They should sort of know that this is coming from where they opted in for. There should be a look. There should be a feel. The same language should be there. Then after that, you're going to want to send them email too. In email too, you want to make sure they're using it. Make sure they've opened it. Make sure they've downloaded it. Make sure they've started using it. Because if someone doesn't use what you gave them, they're not going to get results and they're not going to want to continue. So you want to make sure they've used it, they've started using it, that you're teaching them, that they're learning from it. 
In email three, you want to show them some social proof. So this is a great place to, sh- to, to show a testimonial or, you know, talk to them about the results, make them start seeing the benefits, even reach out to them about their specific needs. Ask them if they have questions, sort of engage them and create some interaction because you want them to come to you and you want to help them. By email four, you want to make sure they're still using because a lot of people fall off and we don't want people to just get a product and then not actually make use of it. We're here to help them, but you got to make sure they're actually using it, which can be hard, but that's why the emails are there. You want to make sure they're using it and you want to make sure you're highlighting the benefits. Are you seeing these results? How are you doing? How else can I help you? In email five, you want to give them a little push. Okay, you're using this. Okay, you're seeing results. So let's take this to the next level. Give them a call to action and push them towards the product so they can continue. Don't let them fall off. Don't give them an out. You know, if we do a diet for a little bit and then the diet's over, a lot of times we'll be like, oh, okay, you know, I can sort of slack off for a little bit. No, say you've done this. Let's continue. Don't let your motivation sort of fade. And remember, just because they don't buy from there, that does not mean they're done. There are a couple of different things you can do. You can push them into a different email sequence, or you can also start retargeting them with different offers and different sales pages on Facebook. And this is where the conversion pixel comes in. And if saying conversion pixel makes you say, what on earth are you talking about? How do I do that? Facebook makes it very easy for you to install their conversion pixel because they want you to keep using it and they want you to keep running ads. So if you really don't know anything about your website or technology, go on Fiverr and search for Facebook pixel and you'll be able to find someone who can install that for you for $5. And so remember, you're an expert in fitness. You don't need to be an expert in everything. But understanding how this process works is very important when it comes to selling because you really do need to understand the overview of each step along the way. So you're able to take that person from someone who is new to your page and new to your content to someone who trusts you enough to buy from you. Because, you know, let's face it, when we scroll through our newsfeed, it's basically political posts and baby posts, you know, and maybe some wedding photos and ads. So, you know, we're bombarded with with products and you need to stand out. And a big way to do this is by building trust up with someone. You know, there's so many pages that I see that I've never seen their page before and they try to send me directly to a sales page. It's like, why would I trust you enough to buy when the very first thing you do is say, hey, buy this from me. We tell our, our we, we tell our clients to have patience, but you know, if you can't have patience and remember that this is the long game, you're trying to build trust, you're trying to build clients for life, you're trying to truly help people. So this first email series is about building that trust. And as you sort of have people go through the series, track what they're looking at. You might find that people opted in for the seven booty workouts, but they're actually way more interested in just developing core strength. So maybe your core product is better fit for them. Or maybe as they're going through, you know, low back pain, so a posture challenge might be better for them. You can track and then you can push them towards things that you know will help them even more than the original product they opted in for. But it's about tracking and sort of watching and establishing the relationship so you can help them help them with what they actually need you to help them with. And so to recap one more time, starting with the like, and this may be organic or it may be from a targeted likes campaign. From there, you're going to show them a blog post you're going to retarget the people who clicked on that blog post with an opt-in post. And from there, if they opt in, you're going to run them through an email sequence that's going to lead to a sales page. And if they don't purchase then, you're going to retarget with that sales page. So if you didn't 
catch that or write that down, go back and replay that because this is a very, uh, you know, proven formula that works for selling because you're putting your product in front of them a bunch of different times and you're building the trust and you're showing your expertise. And this is going to be the first episode that we do that's going to be very instructional like this. So we're going to go into episodes that are going to, you know, show you how to use the right image and the right copy in the Facebook ads that you're running. But before doing those, we wanted to make sure that you had a very clear vision of what to do when it comes to selling on Facebook, because so many people make the mistake of just running directly to a sales page, which is, you know, essentially telling your fans, just buy stuff from me. And and no one likes that. And if you're thinking right now, I don't like writing, I don't have a blog post, it can be a video, it can be YouTube, it can be anything you want, but you want to provide your clients with value. You want to provide your audience with value. You want to show them how you can help them. And remember that you're trying to build trust and actually help people. You're not just trying to say, here's the product, even if your product is amazing, it would actually help them. You've got to show them how it's going to help them because we see so many different things on a daily basis. You know, Be that one person that's like, hey... I am going to actually get your results and here's why. And once they're ready, then you can buy. And if you have any questions on anything that was in this email, you know, send us an email at Corey at redefiningstrength.com and we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we'll hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Hacks Podcast by Redefining Strength. For the show notes and more episodes, visit redefiningstrength.com.